0: Have you sustained a bone joint work or sports injury problems with mobility or movement suffer with pain contact Azalea orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven trusted medical care. You have a choice demand Azalea. (laughs)
1: Well, hey everybody, we're back. I the cannon, took a week off. We are back and we are ready to go. And a lot of things going on this week. We're going to talk about it all. We're going to talk a little volleyball to start the thing off with Coach Minka Hubbard. We're going to talk some cross country with Josiah White as they look to wind up their season with the middle school meets this week and then the varsity district meet next week. And then we'll talk with, uh, of course, Coach Rile. Talk a little football as uh, the district uh, play. District play starts off this week. The guard football team. We're going to talk all about that today. Uh, but thanks again for listening in to Fire the Cannon. We are excited that uh, you guys have made this a regular part of your uh, listening. Uh, the numbers show that you guys are listening to it, and you're sharing it with your friends, and we appreciate that. And uh, we hope that in some way uh, this podcast is is helping you uh, get to know our coaches more, first of all, but secondly, get a chance to kind of hear from them. Uh, I hate to say behind the scenes. That's a bad a bad phrase but but in a way it is behind the scenes you're getting to hear a little more than than maybe uh what you see and and uh you know I have teenagers too and and maybe what you hear from your teenagers is not always the full story. You know they tell you what's going on but they don't tell you everything. It's a chance to kind of hear uh, a little more about what's going on. But uh I do appreciate you listening here to us uh on wherever you're listening to and uh thanks to Net SN for helping put this together. Uh, today is uh we're recording this on monday uh, October the ninth which of course at Brook Hill is founders day and um tonight of course is the big uh, founders day celebration uh where we uh, obviously take the day to uh to recognize and and remember, uh, hey, remember I remember don't know that's bad word, to honor our founder uh, Steve Demin. not not remember that sounded bad but Uh, To honor Steve DeMint, the founder of Brook Hill, and and his vision and and what uh, he trusted God to to do uh, with Brook Hill. Uh, And then we always have a a honoree on Founders Night. Uh, And today that honoree will be uh, uh, Bart and Christy LaRocca. And uh, if you've been around athletics for the last few years, you obviously know Coach LaRocca. He helps out with our middle school football teams. He helps out with uh, the varsity football team, coaches our outside linebackers with both groups. His wife Christy too has been super involved. When when uh, their kids came over uh, a few years back, Um, man, they have just been involved in so many things and have been a huge supporter of not not just the athletic department but the school in general. Uh, And my favorite thing about um, Bart and Christy is that they never really want any recognition. They we were we were talking with Bart today at football practice as we practiced this morning, and uh, Bart was not real big on us talking about it, and that just says a lot about him, that that uh, he's willing to do all this, all for the kids. It's it's definitely not for him, and uh, so it is a chance to honor Bart and Christine. We appreciate them and everything they've done and, and what their kids have meant to our school. And then, of course, uh, Jonathan Evans will be speaking tonight. And, of course, by the time you hear this on Tuesday morning or, or later this week, uh, you will have either heard him or heard about what, the way he speaks. He's the chaplain for the Dallas Cowboys, and uh, he'll be uh, speaking tonight uh, at Founders Day. So th- it's a big day in, in the life of our school. And uh, if you've been around, you know how important it is. And um, it's 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 a great night. Uh, I know Coach Dawkins always says this to the coaches, and, and I agree with him 100%, that I, every time I leave Founders, day and the celebration that night, I I am reminded of all the reasons why I love being a Brookfield. There's a a ton of them, but it just reminds me of so many of them to be uh, in a place or at a place that is so um, willing to follow after what God wants for the school, what God wants for our kids, and just to uh, trust in him and trust that he uh, will lead us down the right path, and he's done that. And so it'll be a great night um, tonight. A lot of other things going on as well. Uh, next Monday, not, uh, next Monday, October 16th, is the uh, 27th annual Brookhill Golf Classic. Now, I wanted to get Coach Dawkins on to talk about the golf tournament this week, and that was all in our plans. But uh, Coach Dawkins, uh, it's kind of cool by the way he does this. Uh, he, he's out of town. Um, he he uh, he and his son take a trip every year, and just happened to be this week. So uh, he's he's out uh, today, so we couldn't do this. But uh, that golf tournament next Monday over at Eagles Bluff. And uh, it's a huge day. The last time I checked, I think there were just a couple of spots left. If you want to play uh, in the afternoon next Monday, uh, feel free to reach out to the athletic department about that. But otherwise, you guys are doing a great job of filling the golf tournament. Uh, if you still want to be a sponsor or have raffle items or whatever it is, any way you want to help, uh, reach out to the athletic department and uh, share how you'd like to do that. And, and we'd love to have you be a part of what we're doing. Um, but that's next Monday, October. 16th. Um, I mentioned NetSN a minute ago, and one of the things that, that has been great about the partnership between uh, Brookhill and NetSN has been the willingness of NetSN to put as many things about Brookhill out on the internet as they can. And uh, they've done football games for us. They did one volleyball game a few weeks back, uh, and now they're going to do a couple of different things. Uh, Tuesday, October 10th, uh, which is today? If you're listening to this on the, the when it comes out, uh, the volleyball team uh, has a match at home against All Saints at about 6:30. That game is is going to be broadcast on NetSN on their YouTube page, or if you download the NetSN app, I would highly encourage you to do that. We'll talk more about that later. But the NetSN app is a place where uh, you can get all the live streams they've had of our football games, and now the volleyball game tomorrow night, Tuesday night. Uh, you can watch that live or. You want to go home and watch it afterwards? Go. I do that every time they broadcast a football game. I, I come home on Friday night, turn on the game, and watch it and listen to uh, to Brett and his crew. They do a great job. And actually, uh, as an added bonus, uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, the volleyball game against All Saints, I'm going to be uh, jumping on and, and uh, helping Brett broadcast that volleyball game. So it'll be, um, if nothing else, uh, we'll be cheering for our girls to win. But if you want to hear two guys who uh, probably are not qualified to call a volleyball game, well, make sure and check that out. On Net SN. Uh and then this Friday, Net SN will be with us at Dallas Covenant as the football game uh kicks off at seven o'clock. And uh, you know, first the first district game, we'll talk about that with coach, Ryle, but uh it, it is a trip. It's a diff- if it's a difficult trip to make uh because it's right off six thirty-five. It is a hard place to get to. So if you're not gonna be making that trip, that's fine. Sit at home, uh turn on uh, your TV or your phone, your computer to YouTube and uh, or the NetSN app, and you can watch the game live uh, with Brett Swinney Friday night. Um, I mentioned the volleyball game tomorrow. Uh, Coach uh, Mika Hubbard is going to mention this in a minute when we talk to her. But uh, senior night for volleyball is tomorrow night, Tuesday, October tenth, as they take on All Saints. So make sure you check that out. Uh, as we honor uh, four seniors, I believe uh, Mia Rebova, uh, Gracie Dawson, Carly Ogletree, and Dre Tonroy are the four seniors. It'll be recognized uh, on Tuesday night against All Saints. So a lot of things going on. And uh, make sure you follow our social media pages. Uh, You can get all the information as things change. Obviously, uh, there's always things changing. You can follow that. One more quick note I do want to make mention of before um, we get into our interviews this week with our coaches is that TAPS uh, last week uh, dropped the playoff brackets for fall and winter sports. Uh so football and volleyball, uh playoff brackets are out now. You can go on taps.biz and look at brackets and find those and kind of see uh, the the dates and the calendar of when our playoff games might be. Um, and also winter sports. Winter sports, they kick off practice next week. Basketball and soccer will start practicing next week and we'll start integrating those things into our podcast as we go along. Um, but their playoff brackets are out too. Uh, But the other thing about TAPS is they let us know that on Wednesday, uh, October 11th, that's what they're telling us. We'll see if it happens the way they're saying is that um, the 2024 to 2026 uh, realignment information will come out Wednesday. Now uh, that is, um, it's it's an initial alignment. There's a, a, a period there where teams can appeal and they can, uh, you know, there could be some changes made, but the initial alignment is usually pretty close. Uh, and that should be coming out Wednesday, October 11th. And that will decide where we will play and who we will play against over the next couple of years in all of our sports. So just a ton of things happening. I mean, there's, there's so much I'm forgetting. Um, we had homecoming last week, and uh, congratulations to our king and queen, uh, Osage Zigbee and then Kaylee Fitzgerald. On that and I know the kids had a great time today dance Saturday and just all the things that went on puff by the way we should have been talking about the powder puff game some of the girls were outstanding in the way they played last week it was fun to watch them uh, but a lot of things going on um there so anyway let's move on let's talk a little volleyball and uh coach Mika Hubbard man what a job uh, our volleyball staff has done this year and and, and kudos to coach Hubbard for uh, in her second year in charge really um changing some things that needed to be changed. And not that it was bad before, but it, anytime your new coach coming in to take over a program, there are things that you want to accomplish and there are things you want to change. And it takes some time to do that. And last year was that transition year for them. And this year they sit at 39. They have five matches left. They're sitting in a driver's spot for the playoffs. We're going to talk about that with her in just a second. Um, but just what a year they've had. And I hope that you have come out and watched what they've done and, and, and man if you haven't you got a chance on Tuesday and then again next Friday and then they'll be in the playoffs uh hopefully uh if if things go the way that they should. But man, you know, it is it has been fun to watch them and their confidence and, and their skill levels improved and all that kind of stuff. But uh let's sit down now and let you listen in to my visit with Coach Mika Hubbard. It's been a couple of weeks since we've talked to you coach and a lot has gone on and volleyball, and we're going to talk about that. But uh, first off, uh, I guess this, the senior trip week kind of gave you a chance to kind of ref- to, to kind of sit back and and reload as you head down this uh, this final stretch here that we're going to talk about today. But kind of, how did you guys um, how did you guys manage that bye week? how did you kind of navigate what, what the girls did and how they kind of refreshed their bodies a little bit during that week off.
2: Yeah, it was a little different this year with us having four seniors out for that week. Um, So we just gave them some time off. Uh, We shortened practice just a little bit, and it actually gave us time to get the younger ones kind of more individualized instruction, and we kind of took it to uh, personalized practice to each girl, and it Allowed us to focus on them individually a little bit more. And so, it,
1: I, yeah. Well, it, it showed, and and you're playing some younger players now as as the years gone on. Some of those younger girls have kind of taken on some some roles, and even not even younger in terms of years, but experience. Um, right. You know, obviously with with Cameron Buskey and and uh, Jim and James been out there some. Carly Ogletree's been playing a little more over the last you know few weeks as she's progressed, mm-hmm. being a, a new mm-hmm. player. So it's it's not just the age, but it showed so. And that's the unfortunate part about volleyball, Coach. I've said this a few times to you, but I thought in your last, you know, since since that break, you went to McKinney on that Saturday and, and lost 3-0. Yeah. And, the, and then Prince of Peace at home on Tuesday night. But, man, that score just doesn't tell the whole story. Because even though it was 3-0, no. it was, it was a, a 3-0 they had to work for. Uh, right. To get there. And, and that's really, that was the story in both matches, right? I mean, when you went there, uh, they were they were all three close, too. But talk a little bit about how you've seen the gap shrink between us and that we, what people would consider the top notch of Prince of Peace and McKinney because it is. If you're watching, if you've if you've come to the gym and watched, it is definitely shrinking.
2: Yeah, I think that you know from last year to this year we do have more experience. I think that we've been able to reform that culture, the mindset of, you know, we might might be considered the underdog, but we have something to prove and we deserve you know, to compete and to win just as much as any of these other schools and mm-hmm. just kind of tweaking that mindset that we can do it too. We're not gonna give up. Um, and we're gonna be knocking at that door till the very end, I think has really made the difference.
1: Man, it was it was so fun to watch them against Prince of Peace last Tuesday or yeah, last mm-hmm. Tuesday, just to see how they competed and, and really You know, I know, especially the second game, I believe it was that that we were up, you know, four or five points and they came back and won. I think it was 27, 25, whatever it was, 20, Mm -hmm. 26. But Mm -hmm. just to see that happen. But then Thursday night, you went on the road and you took care of business against Covenant, which is really what I've been the most proud of of this group is in a lot of our teams right now. But just handling the business they're supposed to handle. Right. Right. You can't let losing to those two teams back-to-back cost you a third one, and it didn't. You went on the road and and swept Dallas Covenant, and now you get a chance to – we'll talk about this in a minute, but the playoff road is all out there for you if they continue to do that, Coach.
2: Right. I totally agree, Uh, and that's something that we talk about too is, you know, having those two games back-to-back at the front of district, it's hard to overcome because, you know, they have high hopes, we have expectations, and, you know – playing those games so close and still not it not falling our way it's it's hard to overcome and like you said you know refocus and take care of what you need to take care of when you need to do it and we were able to do that so that's something they should be proud of that they accomplished
1: absolutely and so here's kind of the way this week sets up and you can tell me if i'm wrong i've just kind of done the math in my head and I, but i think this is correct Tuesday night you're at home against All Saints, a team that you beat three to one back on September 15th. Thursday night you go to Vanguard, you swept them back on September 19th. And if mm-hmm. if, if my math's right, you win both of these matches, you at least clinch a playoff spot uh, headed into the last week, which will be huge not only for the program but just to ease your mind going into a week next week where you got three where you got three matches.
2: Yeah, I I I think you're right in that my in that calculation.
1: Yeah. Uh, but but talk a little bit about that because I think, in, you know, in big in the bigger picture, getting to the playoffs for this program, especially, um, you know, a, a few years back, we go to the state tournament and then we kind of hit a spot where it was like it just, we just saw a drop off, right, mm-hmm. overall. And then and now we're kind of back on that. But can I talk about what that means for the program, not just for this group, but for your younger kids and, and building things back up and what that looks like?
2: Yeah, I think it's obviously a huge step, um, you know, we're in what I would consider one of the toughest districts um, in TAPS, and, you know, those spots, it's a battle. It's not an easy given, um, and you really have to fight for it because, you know, it, on any night, any night, any team could win. So it really means something more, I think, to earn that spot. And just going forward, I think it just sets a precedence of, you know, the expectation and the level of play that we're at. And that's where we're going, and we're only going up from there.
1: And, you know, you're sitting right now with, with five matches left You're at 30 and 9. For us to win 30 games is something that I don't know that I've ever seen it done in the time that I've been here, um, especially. And so so the first time in nine years at least to get that many wins, even the state tournament teams weren't winning 30 games. Um, Talk a little bit about what it's been like to, what I've been impressed with, and I think you would probably agree with this, just the confidence that your girls are playing with. It's not like we show up and hope we win. It's, no matter who they're playing, they're pretty much expecting to play well and expecting to win.
2: Yeah, for sure. And I think that our preseason schedule early on really plays into that. Um, You know, getting 30 games in, in one season alone, let alone, you know, as early as we have, um, is hard to do. Especially with, you know, our tournaments. Um, we were in a couple of three-day tournaments, which really helped helped up that game count. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the caliber of teams that we were playing, they were pretty tough teams. So for us to have a that tough of a preseason and tournaments, I think it really helped them get where they are now, confidence-wise, for sure.
1: Absolutely. So five games left, two this week, at home against All Saints on Tuesday. JV's at 530. The varsity will start at hopefully around 630. And also, if you're listening, the game's going to be on NetSN. They're going to be here for the next, the last two home games. They will be with us um, for to, to put that out there uh, for folks who can't make it. Uh, then the next yeah, week is it. Go ahead, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry.
2: It's senior night.
1: It is senior night this well, week. Senior night. Mm-hmm. So uh, make sure you're there for that uh, senior night on Tuesday night. And then the next week's a little different. You'll go to Shelton next Tuesday. And then the, the rare Thursday-Friday doubleheader at Dallas yeah. Christian on Thursday. At mm-hmm. home against Dallas Christian on Friday, and those, you know, if, if we're we're talking about taking care of business, if you win these next three, those two games will determine not Seeding. just the playoff spot, but seating for third and fourth, mm-hmm. which could be huge uh, mm-hmm. down the road, for sure. Uh, so you know, it's gonna be fun. exciting. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, I can't wait. I tell you, it's uh, the crowds have been great. I've enjoyed really? the last um, the last few home games have really been entertaining, and of course tomorrow or Tuesday being All Saints. Um, being an in-town rival, there'll be a bunch of people there. And then um, next Friday, it's a big night. It's, it's uh, Dallas Christian will be here for volleyball and football on the same night. So yep. uh, make your plans now to get there and uh, and be a part of both. I'm excited about it, and Coach. I'm I'm happy for you guys to win. When getting to 30 wins is huge, but we want to make it 32 after this week and and 35 after next week. But either way, we just want to let's get in the playoffs and let's see what happens.
2: Exactly, exactly. That's the goal right now.
1: All right, Coach. We appreciate it. We'll see you this week. Thank you. All right, that was uh, Coach Minka Hubbard, and, um, man, make sure you're out there as they take on All Saints on senior night on Tuesday, October 10th, and then, man, if they can take care of business this week, uh, they'll clinch that playoff spot. Uh, I've I've checked my math. I'm I'm 98.8% sure uh, that I'm correct on that, that that two wins this week would guarantee a playoff spot uh, for our girls, which would be uh, just a great thing uh, moving forward. So. Uh, That's Tuesday and then Thursday at Vanguard. And, of course, as a reminder, uh, the game on Tuesday night on NetSN, you can check in as Brett Swinney and myself will be bringing you that one. Okay, so moving along, let's talk a little cross-country with uh, Coach Josiah White. A lot of things going on. Middle school has a couple of big meets this week. High school is going to be for district. Uh, But let's uh, listen in now as I was able to visit uh, with Coach Josiah White. Coach, how are you today? Doing well, Yeah. Man, uh, we were at a football practice this morning, and uh, we started at nine. And I saw you guys were out there way before us. So <laughs> you guys
3: were know—working. Yeah, I don't know about way before, but yeah, we had a good morning practice. The kids got to sleep in longer than they usually do, um, and then we enjoyed the great weather this morning. It was a lot. Of, it was really nice.
1: It was nice, and we. Yeah, I guess we talked about that last time we visited about the differences in the in training and the weather and how that changes things. I. If I'm going to run that far, I want to run when it's 60 instead of 90 for sure. Um, we'll go with that. So let's talk about a lot of things. A lot of things going on in cross country uh, since we visited last and even going on this past week. Let's start with the middle school because I do want to go ahead and mention what's going on this week. One of the things that I, I believe you and I may have talked about this, but if not, we have with other coaches. But Coach Dawkins is really big about us putting together uh, these state middle school contests, whether it's basketball or, or cross country or track mm-hmm. or whatever it is just an opportunity to give our middle school kids a big event to work for at the end of the year. That's actually coming up this Saturday. That meet will be at Brook Hill. Talk a little bit about that meet, what time it is, how many people you get coming, if you know, and, and if anybody can get involved, how can they do that?
3: Yeah. So we will be at Brook Hill on Saturday, starting uh, the first race starts at eight 30 and that'll be the girls race. And then the guys race is going to start at nine ten. So, uh, right now we've got thirteen teams that have signed up and registered for that. I'm um, about to check with a lot of those teams today here. if uh, somebody wants to come out, you know you've got the times again, we've got a great course. It'll be the same course that we ran for the warrior Run. Uh, so I think you know those who are coming out pretty familiar with it. I think uh, our kids are really excited for it last year. uh, They had a really great showing and that's something that we've talked about. You know, this whole, this whole season is preparing for state and we want to run our best at the state meet. So both our guys and our girls, I think are excited for it and uh, ready to run our course again. And that's kind of cool because they're familiar with it, but also having the warrior run under their belt, they now want to beat their times from the Warrior Run and see how much they've improved here in our last meet of the season.
1: Yeah, for sure. And anytime you get to compete at your own school, that's a huge thing too, just kind of a, a pride thing. The other thing, but it's not their only meet this week. It's not their biggest. Yeah. It, it is the biggest meet this week. But on Tuesday, uh, you guys will be uh, performing, in or performing competing in the um, annual TAPSAC meet. TapSack, for those of you who don't know, is a Tyler area private school athletic conference. Well, I don't know what what officially what it is, but I think that it sounds good enough. We'll go with it today. Um but it's it's usually the Tyler area schools uh in their meet and that is this Tuesday morning at Faulkner Park and Tyler Coach talk a little bit about kind of how you're gonna that meet, but also preparing for two meets in one week to, to run one on Tuesday and one on Saturday. That's gotta be uh, one of the faster turnarounds.
3: Yeah, definitely this will be the first time that our kids did it. The I'd say the benefit that our kids have and what we've done all season, we have two hard days every week. Uh, so our kids have already been used to, for several weeks now, doing a rate, what we would call a race effort. So even though we may not be racing, we're, we're still going really fast. We're at race pace or faster at least twice a week. So all that does for us is we, we get to kind of dial it back on those easy days just make sure that they are really easy. So we kind of mo- modified today a little bit. Um, you know, they ran about 800 meters less than what they would have run just to help keep their legs fresh. And then we didn't do quite as many strides. Um, Faulkner and, and our tap sack meet has a pretty uh, extensive hill. So our kids got to go there on Saturday. Of course, we're really blessed on our campus to have a great training hill. Mm-hmm. And we we did that last week. The kids, I thought, probably had, for middle school, our most consistent training week of the season thus far was last week. I was really proud of them. They all did a great job in the hill workout. So they're excited about that. Um, we had a great turnout on Saturday for a Saturday morning practice for middle school kids. I was really impressed that we had as many come out. I think every everybody that could come out did. So that was great, and uh, I think they are not going to be intimidated by the hill. <laughs> it certainly good. seems that way. So, um, that,
1: that's a, that's I'm you know the middle schoolers this year have done a great job in every sport, whether it's football, volleyball, cross country. I've been really impressed with how they've worked and their work ethic. And I know that that you're excited about the future of the program with those guys. And and as you mentioned, to come out Saturday morning in practice just because you wanted to is pretty impressive to get kids to do that in the first place. Um, but that's middle school. Tuesday morning, they'll be in, at Faulkner for Tapsack. Saturday, the middle school state meet at 8.30 and 9.10. That'll be exciting to see how our kids compete in that. Let's talk a little bit about the high school, because uh, last week they competed over in Lindale on Thursday. I know you had some some PRs. I think five is the what you told me you had, and we'll talk about a couple of kids yeah. uh, specifically in a minute, but they're off now. They're, they're pretty, as, as you would say, the hay's in the barn. They're going to practice over the next week or so. And their district meet is on the 19th, which is, uh, if I'm looking at it, Nick, that is uh, going to be next uh, Thursday. Yes, uh, sir. in Rowlett. So they've got, you know, about uh, nine or ten days before they're ready to go. But let's talk a little bit about Lindell, uh, Luba, and Lenny. I know we're two. Uh, Luba Vinnick had a, a PR. And then Lenny, I don't want to pronounce Lenny's name wrong. I'll let you say it wrong if you want to. But he, uh, Lenny shaved off two minutes the uh, PR so that's that's pretty impressive yeah. yeah he
3: did he he ran really well I was super proud of him he's kind of been uh, primed for this he's been working harder he's uh, been a lot more consistent over the past three weeks uh, he missed our, our Jacksonville meet so we didn't get to see you know how he ran there and then you know comes back in Lindale and has like you said almost a two-minute PR which was really big and he's been running consistently with our guys since then too he had a great workout today so i'm really excited to see uh how much time he can drop off on the 19th as well and i i think he will uh if he if he does what he's capable of i have no doubt that he'll run under 21 so and then luba man she's been awesome all season you know i'm looking at her times Drops 40 seconds, drops a minute, and now drops almost another minute again. So she's she's been great, and I think she's one that again will continue to see her time drop going into district. She came in and I think was a little bit hesitant, but she's a really naturally smooth runner there's not like a lot that I have to do with her as far as fixing her running form and fixing her posture that's a a great benefit to her and it's shown throughout the course of the season so I think she's going to have a great district meet as well
1: coach when you go to that district meet is there a limit on how many runners you can take they are they to let you bring whoever you want What, what what is the format I guess of the district meet
3: yeah so in varsity in really any meet um that matters. Even if we're looking at college, you take seven runners, your top five are going to be scored unless there's a tie at five. Then you go to your sixth. that there's still a tie. You go to your seventh runner and seven is all that you're allowed. Um, somebody may have been tied after seven in the history of cross country. I've never seen it happen. Uh, and that's pretty rare, but that's why you take seven. So yeah, we'll go in with uh with seven runners for the guys and girls. And yeah, we're trying to qualify for state by being in the top three of a six team district.
1: So I was gonna that was my next question. You, you can qualify as a, a team or an individual, correct? Is it kind of like a track where you can be a medalist and go in an event and, and the team can advance?
3: Yes, sir. Yeah. So our kids can qualify individually. Um top fifteen will get on, uh, honorable mention. And then the top 10, I think top 10, if you're from 10 to six, your second team and your five through one, your first team. So if any kids in the top 15, which we had guys and girls last year that were in the top 15, they can qualify for state. Um, or there's also a time requirement. So if you meet a certain time you can qualify for state. And you. fortunately, we've got a couple of kids that have already done that and, and it'd be great to get get some more. And I, and I honestly think we probably will at district.
1: You know anything about the course at Rowlett? Have you got a chance to, to lay eyes on it or, or kind of, how does it lay out as opposed to what we've been running on?
3: Yeah, that's something I've sent an email to uh, a the gentleman at Kenny Christian who runs our district for us in 4A. And we're trying to get that. So it is at Springfield Park. Uh, it's kind of hard to know how they're going to lay it out. You know, I can Google Earth Springfield Park, but I have no idea how they're going to lay it out. So we're looking forward to getting that uh, just as soon as we can. And then, yeah, I could definitely tell you, a lot more. is it going to be hilly? You know, we don't, we don't know quite yet. Um, but that does play a factor. But either way, whether it's flat or hilly, we're really blessed, and we can prepare for either.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, you're, you're definitely well prepared. You've done it all so far this fall. So, Coach, looking forward Absolutely. to a big week with the middle schoolers and the next week with the district meet. And I know you're excited, and we'll visit with you next week looking back on the middle school meets and then looking ahead to district with the varsity kids.
3: Yeah, thanks a lot, Coach. All
1: right, Long, and uh, time to talk a little football now because uh, last Friday, of course, was homecoming uh Arlington Grace Prep came to town, and, and Brookhill able to get out of there with a 27-7 win. And, um, man, just really, uh, we have put together a couple of really good performances in a row. I thought the Atlanta game two weeks ago was a really great performance by our kids at home. And uh, the game Friday night against Grace Prep was a really strong performance as well. And just, you know, I don't say this to brag, but I am bragging a little bit defensively uh, we are playing so stinking well, and that's not to say we're not playing well on offense. I think coach Raul, uh will mention here in a minute that, um, you know, that, that offensively he was frustrated with some things, but defensively, man, we are people who come and watch us now are, are talking about that defense and it's fun to, um, to watch our guys compete on the defensive side of football. So, uh, they had a great week again, another defensive touchdown, which was amazing as Aaron Running got in there and scored on a fumble recovery. Uh, but let's listen to uh, Coach Trial talk about last week and um, looking ahead this week. This went on Friday, and uh, I guess it's good to get a break because now we're headed into the the stretch of the season, the home stretch.
0: Yeah, that bye did, did us good, and and uh, you always like to have a big victory on your homecoming uh, night. So I think our kids played well this week. Let's talk a little bit about that
1: game uh, real fast, and talk about you know Grace Prep's a team that we thought we were going to see in the playoffs last year, and we, so we knew a little more about them than maybe we would another opponent, uh, and, and really in all reality could see them again this year uh, in the playoffs. Um, but talk a little bit about their their team was was kind of interesting because athletically they were they're really gifted there. They got some big receivers and the quarterback can throw it well. And but quite honestly, we just kind of answered the bell
0: on, on Friday night. Yeah, they they definitely have. Uh... Great athletes on our team, but they were, you know, real big up front. Um, You know, I think they were bigger than us at some of the positions, which is rare now that we have everybody back. But, um, you know, our defense responded really well. I was really excited about how they played. They played well all year. And like you said, they answered the bell on on Friday. And, and, you know, offense, I I was a little frustrated with how we put the ball on the ground too many times. But um, defense got us out of a lot of jams. Man, you look at that, a 27-7 to win.
1: There were a lot of people there, homecoming night, obviously. But you mentioned the the offense. I mean, there was really on both sides of the ball. There was some stuff left out there. I mean, you know, the, the one touchdown they got defensively shouldn't have happened. You know, just kind of a, they kind of lulled us to sleep a little bit of 27 nothing late. And then offensively, we probably left a few touchdowns out there. So we still, as, as well as we're playing, probably still had not put together a full game yet.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, when you're getting stopped on the one-yard line, which I think we scored twice, but, that's, it is what it is but um, you know there's there's some extra points and some uh, missed opportunities uh that we had on friday if we clean those up i think we're going to be a pretty pretty good uh team in district
1: so moving on to district kind of a weird year a lot of people i think know this but not not everyone we we started two years ago with six teams in the district and then one got out before last season and now one dropped out before this season so we have three district games, uh, four district teams. Three are going to go to the playoffs. One's going to be sent at the house. So really, you got to win one, and uh, you want to get that one as soon as you can to not have to stress about it the rest of the, the season. But uh, we traveled to Dallas Covenant. Uh, they're a team that last year came to our place on homecoming, and and uh, and I hate to use the phrase we weren't ready, but I I think that yeah, man, I I don't know, coach. You you can use what phrase you want to, but. We did not expect them to beat us last year, and we kind of let it get away from us. And I I know so that is causing a little more focus this week.
0: You know, Coach does a great job with Dallas Covenant. And uh, you're right. I don't think we were ready. We don't think we were mentally ready last year. Um, And I was really excited about how um, our kids have come prepared. We've already had practice on Monday. And I I think that uh, we had a good day today. And uh, we're taking these these guys very serious. I, I can tell you, Coach does a great job. They play really, really Tough and they're very disciplined and do a lot of different things to cause some confusion on our end.
1: You know, I I know you've watched the film, obviously, but they played Dallas Christian this past Friday night and they lost 55 to nothing. I mean, the game wasn't close, but I'll tell you what, they were there was no part of them that seemed to be afraid of Dallas Christian. They were blowing and going and and being physical with those guys. So it'll be a unique challenge for us, coach.
0: Absolutely. And you can see just schematically, they're very, very sound and they did some things. That uh, to take advantage of what Dallas uh, Christian does, and you know, I know they're going to do the same thing to us. They're going to have some things dialed up for us, and uh, we got to accept that challenge.
1: Well, coach, as we move into the district part of the schedule, and, and with just four teams in the district, and, and looking ahead a little bit, we have talked about covenant, but obviously Dallas Christian and McKinney are still sitting out there. And talk a little bit, just real briefly, about kind of what those two teams bring to the table.
0: Well, you know, uh, Dallas Christian is obviously the the team to beat in our state, um, returning state champs, and a lot of kids returning. They're going to be a very tough team. I think everyone's pointing that at them to to be a team that we got to knock off. And um, you know, I'm excited about that challenge. I know our kids. We've talked about this since before even the first game started. That if we want to achieve our goals, we got to beat them. And uh, McKinney, on the other hand, is a team I haven't seen much on film. I know they've won four games this year. And this, you know, second year their coach. I'm sure he's has them a little sharper than they were last year. So I'm sure they're going to be ready to go as we get into week ten.
1: Uh, Friday night, coach. Kickoff is at seven o'clock. A little bit different for us, a little bit earlier. And uh, you know, one of the things that I've been telling people I've talked to is you may want to bring a lawn chair because there is very <laughs> limited seating. And if you do have, manage to get in the bleachers, you're going to be looking at our backsides because it's right behind the bleachers. So a little, a little different setup. If you haven't been there, uh, it will be different. The game will be on NetSN. If you're not going to make it, uh, Brett Sweeney will be there uh, for that one, coach. And they are looking forward to a, a a big crowd Friday night to be behind our guys. I think our crowd has been really have been really good. Over the last few weeks, and uh, I think that that they'll be there again Friday for us, Coach.
0: Yeah, I look forward to the game.
1: Well, thanks to uh, Coach Roth coming on this week. We had a little technical difficulty in the middle of the um, of the interview there, but we tried to make it work the best we could. I think you uh, got the important part of what Coach wanted to say, but I do want to mention that um, you know we talked about in the interview. But in our district now, with just four teams in it, three of the four make the playoffs. The fourth one does not. So you got to win a district game to get in the playoffs, and uh, obviously. The big key for us would be to get a win this week and lock up a playoff spot. And now you're playing for seating and hosting a game and all that as we go forward. But uh, Thursday night or Friday night, rather, excuse me, Friday night, uh, seven o'clock kickoff at Dallas Covenant. Um, bring a lawn chair is what I would tell you. Uh, it's it's a uh, an interesting setup that they have there uh, at Covenant on the visitor side, especially that game is going to be broadcast on SN. So if you can't make it out, if you have family that's out of town them check out the NetSN app or the NetSN YouTube page and you can uh, see all that action on Friday night. I will mention that Thursday night you uh, will have a chance to watch our middle school football teams and our JV football team. Middle school will take on All Saints Thursday. I believe the first game uh, is at 5.30, I want to say. Uh, but you can check our social media out for that. And then the JV will be in action at 6.30 at home uh, on Thursday against Winsboro. And speaking of JV. I gotta throw this out there. Uh, RJV went on the road last Thursday to Garrison and got a huge 56 to 28 win. Um, and and it kind of the score is closer than it really was. It was 48 to 14 at the half. They scored 48 points in the first half. They did a great job and um, just a dominant performance by our young kids. So happy for them uh, as they've been able to accomplish some great things on the JV side this year. Um, once again, thanks everybody for listening. I want to encourage you to download the SN app. Uh, Podcasts—they have a ton of podcasts. I'm on a few of these guys. They—they they do a Pickem show every week. I'm on that. They—they they recap the week's games. Brook Hill's on the Pickem this week. If you want to get in on that, uh, we'll talk a little bit. Uh, they have shows come out every Wednesday morning about the Pickems. That 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 show will be on Wednesday morning. You can hear that, and then they go live on Wednesday night to talk about games from the week before. And actually, the Brook Hill game was. Uh, one of their games last week. So a couple chances to hear uh, some people around these texts talk about Brookhill. I'm on there with them, but it's always fun to me to hear what other people think about our team and, and our kids and that kind of stuff. So make sure you do that. And then uh, polls every week, pick every week, all those things, uh, just download the NetSN app. And um, also make sure you follow our social media accounts on Instagram, Twitter, slash X, whatever it is now, and Facebook to get all the information, the latest information. And then finally, don't forget the Brook Hill Golf Classic, the 27th annual Brook Hill Golf Classic, Monday, October 16th at Eagles Bluff. Contact the athletic department at 903 894 5000, extension 5000, if you'd be interested in being a part of that. So we've covered a lot. I appreciate you being here, and uh, we'll be back next week. You're on Fire the Candle.
0: Have you sustained a bone joint work or sports injury problems with mobility or movement suffer with pain contact Azalea orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven trusted medical care. You have a choice demand Azalea.